Hello, my friends. Justin Flaskrude here. Welcome to another episode of All My Friends. First of all, I hope everybody is staying safe, staying isolated, staying socially distanced from others. We got to flatten that curve. Now, today's friend on the show is my buddy, Ty Mitchell. And well, to quote Young Guns, you see, you got three or four pals. You got yourself a tribe. There ain't nothing stronger than that. Ty is one of those pals to me. My guest is Tyler Mitchell. So Ty, where were you born and raised? Uh, born in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1973, and uh, I was the only one in my family that was born in not Texas, and I always called myself a Texan, when people always dig down deep into it, they say, dude, weren't you born? I was like, no, I was actually born in Oklahoma. My dad took some job for like six months in Tulsa, uh, and that's when I was born. Um, but that's all right. Oklahoma's a cool place, and so I grew up in Dallas until about age... 14, 15 years old, we'll say 14. And that's when I moved to Laramie, Wyoming. Uh, grew up in Plano, Texas, uh, which was north of Dallas. You know, a suburb. Uh, I guess, you know, looking back, it was kind of, a, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was the full on, Dallas was the time of like the TV show where it's like a bunch of people that oh, yeah. came into a lot of money. I've heard lots of stories now from my parents. It's like this: everyone in our neighborhood came from really uh, a lot of them. Not everyone, but the families. They all came from like not having money in their entire lives until that point. So I guess shit was really getting out of control, from what I heard, dude. I mean, like straight up, like crazy stuff happening. A lot of new money. Me, a lot of new new money. money. Like people, like yeah, and that's uh, so. Anyway, yeah, it was a fun fun place to grow up so I you know a uh, little skateboarder kid uh, you know it was fun um, you know it was a, kind of a shock my dad uh, had a rafting accident he got into raft he was always into like you know he, he was always into skiing and you know and, and he went to Jackson Hole when he was in college and he loved Wyoming and he had like a rafting accident in Texas like he on Texas he went on a rafting trip and almost died. Okay. He wrote a book about it. Even he like, uh, they were in the green Canyon, which is even now you don't go freaking floating in March and in, in the middle of Wyoming and Utah. It's, just, it's a shit storm. Yeah. It's not summer yet, obviously. Anyway, they flipped the raft with, within like a minute of them, or not a minute, but like within half a day of them starting the trip and there was no one else after him. Long story short, he almost drowned. And he came back and said, God damn it. At that point, I said, I'm going to live the life, you know, the way I want to live it. And I don't want to live in Dallas. I want to go live in, you know, the mountains or, you know, the West. So he moved us to Laramie, Wyoming, which was quite the culture shock. And that's, I know you and I came into that at the same time. And, you know, we kind of figured that out later, you and me. Yes. Yes, which I don't know how big your town was that you grew up, but you know I grew up in like Plano was a it was a suburb of Dallas, which I don't mean it's a humongous city, right? And going to Wyoming, I always say I remember and uh, just feeling so exposed, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just there there was nothing around. You just realize. I mean, when I looked at my, you know my front yard basically and I remember even me and my dad didn't got a map out if we were to walk north you know if I were to walk out of my house at that time in Laramie and Granito Drive hang a right which would be north and just keep walking that way because there were no houses now and out the vista there anymore it's just still empty field or nothing yeah. there we basically had it I could make it all the way to Canada without hitting anything <laughs> <laughs> you know seriously I yeah. mean, without hitting a major town, you know, I mean, I would have had to cross a river or a couple of highways here and there, but, you know, I think Casper's along the way in there. I, so, I, but yeah, but you didn't know at I the don't time. Think you yeah. Hit Casper. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. You just felt so exposed. I remember thinking, I was like, damn, I remember. Um, so yeah, you know, I had three sisters, uh, and like I said, I moved to Laramie and, um, where do you fit in your three sisters? Like, 
Uh, two older, one younger. Gotcha. So. Well, how was the culture shock for them moving to Laramie? Mara, Kate was young enough where she really didn't, you know, know. She was like in kindergarten or first grade, I think. Or maybe second grade. Um, so she really didn't know uh, what was going on yet. Um, she actually might have been older in second grade. No, she's probably like more in fourth grade, third or fourth grade. So yeah, it's probably a hard time for her to move. Marcy, I think, came and went to like half a semester at or half a year at Laramie, and then she went back and graduated in Plano. <laughs> but for me, it was definitely culture shock. It was weird. It was different. Um, you know, uh, just a smaller town. Um, you know, the, being the being the new kid wasn't easy. You know, uh, but it you know in hindsight, it was it was a really fun place to spend my teenage uh you know high school years so i thought i don't know and i look back and after i left dallas plano my graduating class that you know the class that i would have graduated in that whole year at that high school like eight kids died of heroin uh in plano of my age, like that would have people that, you know, that would have been the, my age of people. Not to say I would have done that, but it just tells you the kind of stuff happening there at that time. So I guess it was probably a good thing. Oh, I truly believe that I would have, it would have been a totally different path of life if I'd stayed in Oregon. Um, like my, I was in the shadows of Portland, like you were Dallas. Uh, Portland's not as big as Dallas, but it, the, town, the town yeah. blew up. It got huge after I left. Um, it went from like 40 or 50,000 over a hundred thousand. Um, and so I wonder if I would have made the same choices in life, would I was stuck with sports, would I was stuck yeah. with those activities. There was so much more, um, nonsense to get into in those places as opposed to Laramie where we we're lucky to get MTV sometimes. Oh and yeah, dude. It was our, and every fashion that hit Laramie was hit, hit everywhere else. Like a year, yeah. like six years <laughs> ahead. Yeah. It was music too. That was a rough one. Um, yeah, to come here because we had the exposure; we could go anywhere. Like it was there at our fingertips. Um, oh yeah, I mean, people. Like by the time I moved in Dallas, like, people were going to like Motley Crue concerts stuff like that, like in sixth, seventh grade, because you could. Yeah, your dad would take you. It was like twenty minutes away. You need to wait out in the car. I didn't go, but I remember my friends went. You know, and and um, see concerts. They were going to concerts like six. I mean, I didn't start going to concerts in Laramie until you were in high school. Easy. I, mean, I, I went to, to wrestling Denver. events in Oregon. Went to oh, WWE yeah. and Portland wrestling. And I know you're a big wrestling fan as well. You're good. You're good. Texas, uh, Texas boy, even though you're born in Oakland, Oklahoma, sorry, no, yeah. but, uh, you like the Von Ericks, you like Dallas Cowboys, the Mavericks, the Rangers stars. Hell, uh, still how true, dude. I don't know why that was. It's kind of whole people say you lived in Colorado now longer than Texas. Like, yeah, you make a good point. I just, you really once for me when you grow up, and if you go to a Dallas Cowboy game at age, seeing Roger Staubach play, you know, when I was in, you know, I don't know, kindergarten, within like 1980, I remember I, I did see him play. I remember distinctly seeing number 12. He sat in the end zone. I distinctly seeing that. That's, you know, you don't just say, okay, I'm going to be a, a Bronco fan. Yeah. You no, know, I can't. No. Some people do. I, I never did. You know? I, Grew up a Portland Trailblazer fan, and they won one title. I suffered in misery. Well, I, didn't, I never saw that title in the 70s. I was young. But I saw the loyalty from their fan base and from my dad, even though they were they make playoffs but lose first round. And it taught me to be just loyal to my teams, and I just have a hard time going, oh, I'm going to shut that off now. I'm a freaking Phoenix Suns fan because I live in Arizona. No. Yeah. Even in New York, I've I was a Yankee fan. I've never been able to understand that. I was a Yankee fan moving to New York. So I was okay with that, but I just didn't pick up the Jets or the Knicks or anything. When my teams came to play, I'd go watch them. Yeah. But otherwise I could care less about those teams wherever I yeah. lived. And I've lived and I've here. Never, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I never understood people say, Oh, I used to be a Dallas Cowboy fan. What do you mean you used to be a Dallas Cowboy fan? Well, until they fired Landry. I'm like, Yeah, that sucked. 
<laughs> you know, but <laughs> what do you mean? My brother-in-law you know? <laughs> switched from a Raiders fan to a Cowboys fan because of location. And well, I guess yeah. bosses. So you tow the company line. If you get us in the box seats, you got to wear cowboy gear. So he became a Cowboys fan. Shit, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I was like, I'd show up in full Niner gear. I'd come neutral. I wouldn't disrespect. Or, or you just wear yeah. the team colors. <laughs> right. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I I've been in that situation before. I don't disrespect, but I also don't come rocking their colors either. Yeah, I, I'd go to um, Nebraska Cornhusk games. Not my team. I'll wear red. If they're not playing my team, of course. But right. if they're playing, I'll wear red for the for the for the home team, whatever you know. Because my girlfriend and her brother and their family are huge fans, so I was like, I'm not going to buck the system. I won't cheer for the other teams, or unless it's my team. And it's on. Yeah. Just don't shut that down. Yeah. So, uh, growing up in Texas, what kind of activities were you into? Oh man, let's see. So, at the youngest age, you know, when you know, I did, I did football and and, and you know, pee wee football, pee wee, you know, soccer. Um, we had a lake house, lots of fishing. Uh, that type of stuff. We were lucky to do that. As I got older and kind of started to find my, you know, like, you know, my, my click or my, you know, my thing, me and my friends were a little, had, you know, a little skateboarding crew, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, I guess. Yeah. I moved to Laramie in eighth grade. It's so like sixth, seventh grade. We'd build ramps and uh, we had a really, really fun neighborhood, neighborhood street. Uh, and I don't know if it's different. Everyone says, oh, it's different growing up. I mean, it was one of those things literally where you would just leave in the morning and come back at night. We had a neighborhood pool, uh, you know, and, and plus all the people had pools. So you just, you know, that's just the way it was. Like you didn't really have to ask your parents to go anywhere or do anything as long as you didn't, uh, you know, leave the neighborhood. You were good. Or you get that you know? courtesy phone call from the friend's house. I'm over at Johnny's. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have, yeah, you know, and as we got older, I mean, our parents were, I mean, we, they had, right as I was, like, towards my older years, like, seventh grade, sixth grade, we, is when the bus, like, made it up to our neighborhood, like, the Dallas Dart, they called it, Uh I don't know if it's called Dart anymore, I bet you're from Dallas area rapid transit, and we would take the bus to, like, the skate park, like, in Dallas, like, behind, I remember, so we would take the bus to, like, the skate park, I say we, we did like once or twice. It was like, it was like behind like strip bars and stuff. <laughs> there was like one skate park in all of Dallas. It was like, it was like in the, the titty bar part of town. That's funny. You know, <laughs> that's where it was. We, we, <laughs> you had, know? we had a really good half pipe that was so far away. And then a half pipe up the street, but it was like beat up and they gave you slivers. Oh, we made kinda, our, yeah. It was kind of just. We learned there so we could go skate at the one across town that we weren't just ass clowns. Right, right, right. But beat the head. Like, I probably still have wood in my hands. From oh, I, didn't, I didn't wear a helmet. No helmet. Oh, oh no. no. Nothing. I, my, I wore knee pads when I was in a, after a while. I, was wearing I think I wore, like, knee pads, like, the, like, volleyball-type knee pads. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> like not hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the ones you should be wearing. Yeah, I probably didn't have the more appropriate ones. But they're mostly yeah. to keep the splinters out. Right. Keep me protected. But I was like, and that was one thing. I, I was a skateboarder kid, too. And I was, you know, played football and all that. And then I was moved to Laramie. And I didn't think people would skate. I was surprised they had roads. I saw yeah. a sketch on Saturday Night Live the Saturday before we left. And it was called Laramie Vice. And it had all the old wild characters from the Wild West, like Wild Bill Hickok, like just dressed up in cowboy gear. And it's making fun of those characters. But my friends are like, you're moving to Laramie. They don't even have dirt roads. And I was like, I sold my skateboard. I was like, I'm not going to be able to survive out there in my life. And I remember driving in at night going, that's it. That's the town. Oh, me That's too. All of it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. Isn't that great? Me, yeah, me and you came in at the same age. That's some yeah. weird things. Like you can see it, in, it was cool. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked. I luckily moved in the summer. Yeah. So it was really nice, and everything was green, and you had the fresh air, and you knew it was just different. And you, you were, but it was like, like I said, exposed. Like there was, you, you could just, you were just open. There was nothing around you. You know, I remember thinking, I was like, you're just, even, even when I go there today, it's like, you're exposed in this town, meaning 
there's nothing on either direction of you that's like you're just exposed. You're you're in the middle of a prairie. Yeah. You know, valley. and yeah. uh, uh, it's cool, man. I mean, um, I mean, but it was it was quite a it was it was it was it was scary, you know, you know, and uh, you know, I I kind of I, my dad. Had, I get kind of kind of pissed this day into a way. He's like, you know, damn it, you got to give me credit for for moving the family to Laramie. It worked out. And I say, you know, Dad, you did that shit for you and you only. Don't act like you were freaking taking us into consideration because you weren't. You know, and it worked out okay, but it was traumatic. It was really traumatic. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever do that to my kids. I mean, it did work out. You know, it 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 was fun. It probably worked out better than if I'd stayed in Texas, of course. Uh, sorry, I would, I'm glad. I mean, you know, my wife's from Laramie and everything. So, but it, it it was traumatic. It was hard. It was really hard. Oh, yeah. I you know, cry, I did cry a lot when I was before I left. And, yeah. Oh, of course. But my, it's all started with the University of Wyoming. My stepdad got a job there. Then my mom yeah. got a job there. Yeah, and my, then, my mom, my dad got a job. That's we came for the same reason. And then yeah. I went to school there, and then yeah, it's just. I hated the town probably probably a lot longer than you did. My senior year, I came into all right. It was a good time because I had easy classes. I was a varsity football player and a, and a steady girlfriend. Yeah, things weren't that bad. College was a blast. Li- living in Laramie, college yeah. was a blast. I didn't live at home that much, but I think I think I probably came into it tenth grade. By the time high school came around, I was kind of eighth grade sucked. Ninth grade was a little better. And t- by, high, by the time high school started happening, you kind of had your friends. Yeah. You've been through a few winters, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. In the good and the bad. And, and uh, yeah. So. So you get here to Laramie. I went to Laramie, football? yeah. You play football? I did play, I did play football. I, and I didn't – I remember I didn't play in Dallas. I, I played literally. But then I remember thinking A was freaking way too serious for me probably and it was way too damn hot and you know I, I i've said this before is that i wasn't a good athlete as a little kid and, and i remember thinking i suck i suck and then so the two years i didn't play i actually always thought i was a terrible athlete but then when i started playing football i was like oh i'm not that bad actually i just didn't you know kind of come into like coordination until i was like you know ninth grade yeah. you know and I always say, I wish I would have played football in high school. I didn't. You know, I wish I would have. I was too scared and lazy. <laughs> you know, people talking about going to that camp in the freaking wherever, Fort Laramie, where the hell it is. And getting Guernsey. Guernsey. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmares of that place. I know. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I decided to go play tennis. But it was easier. Was, <laughs> once you got Guernsey year one out of the way, I mean, you hated all years. Because you're like, oh, year one's done. But year two and three, you had to wear ankle weights while doing everything. It was dumb. And then I was talking to our trainer not too long ago because our, after John Detai, the coach, passed away. Uh, she was telling me, Miss G, was people would hollow out the ankle weights and put cotton in them and then do all the training and they bring them back with the, weight, with the sand and fill them back up. And I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> I never thought of that. I mean, because when you ran, it was just like, is I mean, you could hear the sand, but That's you could funny. tell us all the this, we're all the same teammates because we have these calves that are just gigantic. I still yeah. have gigantic calves to the day. I would have to like train down to ski, like I couldn't fit them in a boot after a season because they were so big. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, um, and so like I was scared going into it, and I, but yet once you got one done, I was like great and then you got two years yeah. done by the time you were senior like it was fun to beat up on people that was the best part by the time you got to a senior it was like dazed and confused when you look back like and so i was shocked i wasn't shocked that anybody like stopped playing earlier but like i had a few teammates that stopped their senior year because they wanted to party and i was like man this is gonna this is the easiest season not the you're on top yeah and i so, didn't even party yeah you played some tennis, which takes. It's like tennis was fun, dude. I mean, it I, takes a lot, of, a lot of hard work. It's a, a sport I look at and go, "That's a lot." Oh, now work. I played for. I played like about a year ago, and uh, I it it it's hard. Tennis is yes. hard. I mean, it's it was 
Like, you mean, my knees and ankles hurt after. I mean, running and stopping and running and stopping, running and stopping is hard. So you graduate from Laramie High School. You're off yeah, to college. So I, Where yeah, do you go? Laramie is <laughs> a lot of – high school is fun. You know, I, I, I uh, felt like I had a lot of different friends. I definitely got around in terms of friendship, I think, uh, which I think is cool, you know. Um, and when it came time to graduate, I went – out of the, you know, I went to, you know, Roll Tide. I went to War Eagle. <laughs> That's why to people, I went to Colorado State, the Rams. Uh, you know, I was very lucky. I was fortunate to be able to go to, like, I mean, I, I, did, I wasn't smart enough to get a scholarship or anything like that, but I was fortunate to be able to uh, have parents to help me go to a, uh, you know, a school that was out of state and went to our south to Fort Collins, Colorado, to uh, Colorado State, um, and I think that was that was a good fit. I, I really liked it because you know by the time I think you know in, when you're 18, 17, 18 years old, you really start making friends that I think the friends you make a lot of times like 17, 18 years old, those are friends you have for life. As we can you know you and I could say that, and I didn't and I had I feel like I had a lot of really good friends in Laramie. And I didn't and I didn't want to just say tap out, I'm gone. You know, and uh, it was best of both worlds because I got to kind of get out and do like an independent thing away from, you know, my all my friends and kind of try to be, a diff- you know, my own person and find my own way. But, you know, an hour north, 287, you know, I had my crew, you know, that I could see, you know, once a month or something like that or keep in touch with that they'd come hang out with me. I, I mean, dang, probably throughout it all, like my. Uh, and I've and I've always said I, I've never and people always you know when you join a fraternity these are friends for yeah that's quite cool. I've joined a fraternity but it's like I've never been able to bond with the, the friends like you and Ray and those guys I made in high school never been able to since then as good as that you know I've made a lot of good friends but never I, I and maybe it's just I've never been able to say I mean less a few exceptions you know you know over the course of 30 however long it's been since high, uh, high school yeah I, I've definitely made some really good friends but it took I mean they were few and far between you know like Marquise and, and like Rich and people like that you come across that you meet in different places in life but really they were few and far between in terms of like I, I it took me a long time before I found friends that I really was on the level with and even this day that I'm on the level with as I am with like my, my high school friends you know like uh yeah, like I played golf today with some good guys. They're good guys. But it's like, dude, like when I hang with people I knew like in my college years, I mean that in, in, in high school years, that's when I'm really like truly myself. That's when I can just be a dumb. For me, you know, I've never, I, I, it, I, I, I didn't really make a lot of friends that I felt that I really could ever just be 100% teabag, T-Y, you know? So, <laughs> and you're one of them. There, I, mean, I could probably count them on less, I, maybe one hand, but you know, seven, eight people. You know. Yeah, I hear. So. I, I had a lot. I felt I had a lot of good friends in Oregon. I got here in Laramie, and it was such a small pond, and I was I hated all the big fish. Longer teammates. It was hard to navigate through the waters to see who the good people were. And yeah, um, one of my best friends in high school. He played bass and he played in the band and we didn't drink or anything because i was like i'm not good enough to party if i want to play sports i just had i was full-time jock but then next thing i know i'm meeting and hanging with you and ray and we and another guy from college and i'm like wow these are like the people i've been looking for the last five years yeah i didn't find when i moved from oregon to here and i still have my friends from oregon and i know you have your friends from plano as well that right. I keep in touch with. And, but yeah, it took a little bit because I was so disgusted by the small pond type attitudes that were just rolling yeah. around. Laramie, when we came from bigger places, knowing that kind of stuff probably wouldn't have flown. Like right. the way that people acted. So yeah, I, I, I wanted to go away to college. I really, I applied a lot of places and I kind of was like, oh, UW works. I probably wasn't in full on UW go pokes two or three years in. I mean, I was going there. I was shooting all the sports, but I was still – I'm an Oregon Ducks fan. I'm still a West Coast fan. It took me a while to be like, oh, yeah, this is my, this is my jam. Yeah. 
yeah. what I'm into. And I, I never, it, it was kind of hard to swallow. It took a little bit to be like, and that's why I was like, probably okay with you going to CSU at first. And then eventually I became a fan and I was like, oh, I hate you now. I hate your CSU-ness for the sports. It's great college, it's a great institution. Being that I work in university and we do a lot of work with CSU. So, but sports wise, yeah, we're rivals. I get it. Oh, dude, I, so, cheered, I cheered for Wyoming like for the first two or three years of college at CSU. It, it almost helpful when you're around the right people. And I, I still cheered for Wyoming. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, Rude, you ruined it for me. I, I actually still cheer for Wyoming until I got accosted by a freaking drunk lady at Buds. I was oh, just being an one. innocent pants. <laughs> I was like, yeah. screw it. You know what? I tried to be cool with you guys. I, Mistakes, I tried to be were cool. Mistakes, Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. I missed a lot of a portion of that. And I came in and, and dogpiled when it wasn't needed. I, I'm Dude, sorry. That was really – no, that was one of the coolest things about moving to Laramie was Division One sports. Oh, yeah. Uh, college, college athletics. You didn't have that in Dallas. I mean – I mean, you'll see an SCU game, you're going to Texas Stadium, which we did a lot of, but that's not a college game. You're going to see – you're going to an NFL stadium to see college players. It's not the yeah. same. That was oh, fun. Yeah. That, that was when I really started uh, having a good time in Wyoming when I was a kid. It was the basketball games and the, and the – uh, Access to Division One sport is pretty nice, yeah. I, I admit. Oh, dude, I said I would never live anywhere in – anywhere that I didn't have immediate access to Division One sports. You know? So yeah. that's – that's a cool thing. But and yeah, dude. So, uh, well, yeah. You live in the same town as your own. I live in the now, same so. town, you know. Um, but yeah, dude, college was a lot of fun, dude. I did make some good, you know, I, I did make some good friends. I think over the years, uh, definitely a few of I've really stayed in touch with that are really, I met some good people there. It was fun. I'm glad I didn't go to Wyoming because I think it would have been a shit show. You guys did it <laughs> on a different level there. Than, honestly, I said that to you guys, you guys were on a different level. And I would even yes. bring, I remember when I would bring friends there. They'd be like, "Holy shit, dude!" You know, and uh, Fort Collins like had I, so much more to offer than partying a lot. So when he came to yeah, Laramie, it was used, like used game time. A lot, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I were to tell like fun like party stories, half of those would be in Laramie. You know, half of those stories would be in Laramie. I bet. If I were to pick out ten crazy stories, five of them would probably be in Laramie. With you guys. So, yeah, yeah, so. definitely. I mean, there, I have some Fort Collins party stories because of the frat house, definitely. The Tangs. Yeah. Tangs. That place, that place. Tangs is gone yet. That was uh, a lot of fun, dude. And by the time, like, you graduated, Old Town was blowing up. I was so mad because you had the sweetest spot. Yeah, but we just, we just missed it, though. Yeah. We just missed it. I mean, I, I don't know what our place costs now to rent. It was cheap as hell when we were there. Yeah. Now, like, it, when we were there, we just, it was just starting to pick up. Probably my last, like, year, it was just starting to be, like, a place to go. Uh, because it, it was, it was like, and it, even my, I mean, it was kind of a rundown. There were, like, biker bars like that. It was kind of a slum. But there was just kind of be a few little cool spots to go right towards the end of my tenure there. Thirsties? So, What's a liquor store that was right there? Uh... I think it was Thirsties, yeah, Thirsties? right. Thirsties? Ne- I can't believe Sa- I know that. Next to Safeway. Jeez. I, I, I'm amazed by some of my memories where I'm like, wow, I wish I could put these memories to work when I was in college remembering like theory and stuff like that. But I can remember some oh, random liquor store. I can remember any wrestler you throw at me, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. Any wrestler oh, dude, I'm having to help my kids right now with school. Oh, yeah. Math. Like, holy freaking fractions. A what, a pain in, what a pain in my ass fractions are. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, seriously yeah <laughs> so yeah that's it, it and they've changed the game i've seen a lot of story problems these days but i don't have any children so i don't have to help out anything like that but i've seen what parents have to do and i'm like holy cow no they they did change math i did they, yeah. they changed the way math is done sometimes they reinvented yeah. it yeah we need to talk to Ray about that one see if he approved those changes i actually sent ray a message and i was like ray dude i need you on standby no doubt, those two. Because their kids are learning. Why? It's like I really need you on standby because I can't explain how to do fractions to my kid. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, like, little sidetrack because we'll get into your kids in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so you you at CSU, you graduated with a degree in. 
marketing, graduate degree in marketing, uh, which was, you know, hindsight, I wish I would have done something more like a quantifiable skill. After CSU, I went to uh, San Diego, California for about a year. Well, not even that long, but like eight, nine months. Uh, just because I, well, in the, well, I'll tell you what. Backing up, in the summers, in the summers of college, I worked at a summer camp in uh, California, Southern California, the mountains of Southern California, I guess, kind of outside of Palm Desert. Those were truly the best summers of my life. Those were so, it was so damn fun doing that. Um, and, I, and I made some, you know, my friend, one of my best friends, my wedding Marquise, I made with him. So, um, but doing that, we went to San Diego a lot. So that's why I went to San Diego. But I could tell you stories about the camp. That could be a whole nother show. In we fact, I would say, show. and I tell people, I was like, there's like one, I, at least once a month. I'll tell you two dreams I have. Once a month, <laughs> Once a month, I at least dream that I'm back at that camp. Nice. And another dream is that I dreamed that I, I uh, didn't quit football and I played football. That's the other dream. And, uh, and that, I, uh, that I dreamed that I went into Coach Gitai's office and I said, hey, Coach, I'm sorry. I want to play football again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wake up. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm, anyway. But um, so, yeah, I, I did that during the summers, which is why I moved to San Diego. Didn't do anything in San Diego parked cars so nothing if you, if you were to find like uh, a blank spot in my life they're doing a, a investigation on me there'd be a year where like, what the hell was he doing this year as in san diego doing nothing um moved back to denver uh i guess it was probably 98 and um did a little car parking uh, that was fun. I met one of my really, really best friends, Rich, parking cars uh, at the Hyatt and Tech Center. Uh, then I worked in a furniture, a furniture, uh, the furniture business. Uh, you know, made you know thirteen bucks an hour. That was paradise for me. Um, not a lot of responsibility. That's kind of when I learned to kind of be a quote-unquote professional, I guess. And uh, living in Denver, I had a nice, nice apartment. Uh, in Congress Park that I ended up, they turned them into condos and I bought it. Um, and that was probably the period, you know, that, that time of life when you have like the swingers, the swingers life, you know, like the, uh, not swinger, you know, but the movie swingers. You know? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> money, money. Uh, money, that you know was it. that, that period, you know, the four or five year period before I kind of got met, got serious with my now wife. Um, uh, that was a really, really, really fun time, uh, you know, in my twenties and, uh, my twenties to be in downtown, close to downtown Denver. A lot of fun. We walked around lot, some shady parts. Of that What's area. that? We walked around some shady parts of downtown Denver. Not yeah. realizing, I was, didn't realize. It was we different. Di it different. It different yeah. now than it was. It different then than it is now. If I had held on to that freaking little con dude, I bought that. When I bought the condo, I bought it for like ninety thousand. Oh wow! And I, and I sold it for like a hundred and twenty, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I'm killing it!" <laughs> I just got paid thirty grand to live here for three years, <laughs> you know. And you would have oh, had it during dude. that green wave, man. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> and it's man. like it wasn't that far from Fillmore either. It's like you were. Oh, it was, it was, and it's like, it, I went, I drove by there. There's like a wine bar right next to the street and like a, uh, you know, any, any house, any, any condo that's next to a wine bar, you know, is going to be good oh, property yeah. value, you know? <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I, I'm afraid to look, I guarantee you it's in the threes, the threes. I would uh, bet at least yeah. for that place. Uh, yeah, that was a fun time. I know we had a lot of good times hanging out there. That, that was we kind of had a routine. I guess you were in New York, maybe part of it. There was definitely a routine where at least once a month, the crew would come down and uh, sleep on, in, in my condo. Oh, the stories I could tell about that place. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a lot of fun. Oh, man, that was fun. That little one-room condo. Yes. And just freaking people sprawled out all over the place. It's like and, car uh, at the end of oh, the night. Yeah. <laughs> Went to lots of concerts. Um, 
you know, as close to the Fillmore, the Ogden, we're all within walking distance or, you know, pretty much lots of shows, lots, you know, small venue shows. Um, you know, it was, it was a good time. So you, you make it through the, your money swinger days. Yeah. And, uh, you say you got married. I married Sarah Rose from Laramie also. Uh, knew her in high school, but she was quite a bit younger uh, and didn't really see her romantically, as you could say, until she was, I guess she was probably just finishing up. She probably was in her last year of college Okay. Uh, when, I was in La- when I was in Denver um, was when I met her. So that would have been like 98 or so. And then we went on and on, you know, on again, off again for a while. She moved away to uh, Austin for a year, um, you know, and we weren't together. And then she came back and, you know, the rest they say is history. So I married her in 2000. Oh, shit. Is it three? No, wait. We'll yeah, say 2003. When I moved back. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I moved back and we went to your bachelor party. And I, so I think your wedding was later on. Oh yeah, you you uh, you had just you were just moving back, huh? Yeah. That's the only way I remember it. When did you move back to to out here? Two thousand three. It was April two thousand three. I think we might have got married in July of that year. Yes. That makes yeah, sense. it was two thousand three because you lived here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, got married and moved to Wellington, Colorado, which is just north of uh, Fort Collins, um, and lived there for a couple of years. Again, sold a house I shouldn't have sold, um, <laughs> and then moved to where I am now, which is also in Fort Collins, which is, uh, um, you know, in, uh, Adora, or the Adora Park area. Uh, had... What's kids that? come into your life. Kids you... were 2005 and 2008. So I have two boys, 14 and uh, 11, almost 12, uh, Beckett and Logan, two blonde-haired boys. Um, it's been the greatest thing ever, really. I just the fact that I have two boys is just amazing. How that worked out, uh, especially on blocked up. Me and Beckett have logged um, a lot of hours of Star Wars. Very good. We have we have Star Wars contests to see who knows more, and he actually wins. Wow. We got him a phone, so he watches these Star Wars theory tapes all the time. Um, but that's been a lot of fun. Uh, being a dad uh, has been great with those two boys super super fun you know Beckett's really really into sports uh so I've been involved coaching his team he's a good little athlete Logan's just hilarious he's um uh just a a great person to be a dad to he Logan he just kind of goes with the flow um does his own thing and has his own little quirks and and and, uh, special things about him um but it's just been fun They're, they're two really different kids uh night and day really um and so but that's good you get you get you get different experiences hanging out with each of them so it's fun doesn't Um, logan have a cooking show logan has a cooking show chef lb uh if you type in chef lb on youtube you'll see it he has probably about 20 or 30 videos up um uh, you know, Logan is on the is on the autism spectrum, so that's been a challenge at certain certain times. But uh, it's also been very rewarding. It's been fun. Um, uh, but yeah, he has a he has a cooking show, and uh, yeah, he's about to drop another video here in a couple of days. Grilled cheese sneak preview. Spoiler alert. Nice, nice. So, well, this is we'll probably get to my last question here. Yeah, We've been for a while. Um, I know. This is this is probably my fun and most favorite question is because it's about me. How did we meet? You know, I think we first met. I mean, we met and then we met. You know, I, I yeah, think we yeah. met in that new kids group thing, right? Remember that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it's the first time you actually. You know, I 
first time I ever laid eyes on you, I guess, would be sure. the time yeah. of that. I don't feel like together. we really met met until probably like a summer after, you know, uh, like right around the end of high school. Definitely. You know, is when we started freaking like, you know, getting down, you know, cruising 30. Yeah. Grand. Because I mean, I, I, I had so many friends, good people I met and, you know, and, uh, I don't say they came and went, but you know, I didn't really find my freaking, you know, my, my robots until, you know, towards the end of high school, like the guys that I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I think, yeah, because uh, I, I didn't really start getting down with you and Ray and Rude to right around the end of high school. Um, we, I knew you guys, and I'd hung out with you guys before. I mean, that's that's cool thing about Laramie. Laramie, you hung out with everyone at some point or another. Yeah, you know, and uh, we play intramurals together. We yeah. play intramurals, or right, you play intramurals. Yeah. You play sports. You're in classes. You have a few yeah. laughs here and there. I remember we did that training class together, Pete mm. for Life or whatever. I was actually hurt, so I needed it. Like, yeah, some people were mad to be put in there, but I'd have hurt. Oh, ankle I was that, curious. Yeah, so I'd have hurt ankle that I needed taped up. So she, yeah. gee, would show everybody kind of how to tape an ankle. Later on, I think I taped taped Wheat's ankle, or like decided if it was sprained or broken, or what we needed to do. Just from that class alone, I learned a lot of like. I, I actually eat nice and stuff like that. Yeah, I had to tape an ankle once not too long ago, and I remember I did the same thing. I was like, I remember yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. The way you rap in a particular way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and also, I, I know I had a fake ID. I got actually in Hawaii. It was from Oregon. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was in Oregon. I was on a trip to Australia for football, and uh, it said I was like 23 and I was 18. I have a baby face. I still have a baby face of the day. And I remember like one night, and I know we, I met you before that, but we and Ray showing up my dorm being like, let's get a keg. And it seemed like you made it back to Laramie a lot after that. Yeah, probably. And, yeah. And we made it down four columns a lot. I mean, I, the, way too many times I probably drove drunk back. I can't, I, what? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. It's Dude, sad. It's like I'm glad Uber to be alive. Was, it's like these yeah. kids these days, they don't understand how cool Uber is. Oh. I would have had it one, but somebody on the payroll, like for Uber. Oh, like, <laughs> if I didn't have to drive and it was only like ten bucks a pop, like to split it a couple ways. Oh my god! Oh, and, it was, and it was always the, the, it was the yeah. cabs that, that you you you'd have to. It wasn't the money; it was waiting hours and hours. If they existed, especially here in Laramie, if exactly. they existed, yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, that's how I remember meeting you. Well, like. Probably after high school. I knew you because of just being in school and we played sports and Laramie is not like gigantic. And I mean, there are some people in high school that I met later in life and I was like, we were in the same class. It's hard to, we have 300 people in our class. And I can't name them all. <laughs> all right. I know. All right. We got WrestleMania coming up, man. Who's the we main event, dude? Who's the main event? The main event's probably going to be Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the title. And okay. Then I think Bray Wyatt, no, wait, he's going against John Cena. Um, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Has Goldberg been, has he been, is he, is he, just, a, uh, is he just a, uh, a big, like a pay-per-view guy? Yeah. He just came back out of nowhere um, and because of Bray Wyatt, this fiend-type character, this monster-type character. And Goldberg's like, oh, I want to challenge him. And he does his Goldberg thing and wins where nobody's beating this guy. He's, like, totally unbeatable. Like, they'll beat him down and beat him down, and he'll just stand up. Like, and so Goldberg right. beats him somehow. And so Goldberg's been back, like, maybe the pay-per-view in the month before, and now this one, which Roman Reigns is a huge – fan WWE favorite so he'll probably beat Goldberg for the title which is kind of dumb have Roman Reigns beat the Fiend but whatever and then Brock Lesnar is almost unbeatable as well but he'll probably have a good match against Drew McIntyre big old Beast guy from incarnate. Scotland the Beast Incarnate yeah 
And Randy Orton versus Edge, last man standing match. That'll be pretty good. But it's all at the um, WWE training center because of the current right. situation with no fans or anything. Crazy time, but dude. It is. It is. I guess no freaking no NFL draft. This. I would. I would. No NFL draft. Yeah. You. I wanted to go. I was. That would have been fun. They need to do it next year there. Yeah, maybe they. Hopefully they will. I had good plans. I was going to own to go. My mom was excited. Ray's going to be there. I was trying to talk you into going. I was going to drive down. But, yeah, I kind of went south with our current situation. Hopefully, you are staying safe with your family and everything. Likewise. Yeah, dude. I, I You know, who knows? I, yeah, it sucks. I think it would, could suck a whole lot more if we lived in, like, apartment buildings with thousands of people. Oh, like in a big city right now, yeah. just people on top of you? Yeah, I could see where people could lose their minds there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Trevor Noah from The Daily Show has been in his place for like 12 straight days. Like, that's kind of insane. I'd have to walk around the block or something. Yeah, like, you're not allowed to – I, I, in, in a place like New York, you wouldn't even feel comfortable walking around the block. Yeah, I don't think you're there. But you're supposed to unless it's an absolute emergency. I think here – I don't know what I don't know what the deal is here. Can you run around today can... in Laramie? It was like I was driving home, and it seemed like everybody was outside. Even after we got announced our first case, I was like, "Wow, there are a ton of." And it's getting warmer. I get it, but I was like, "Everyone's outside right now." I they better. I mean, I got it. You got to be able to jog. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I've been doing actually DDP yoga. In my house. Oh, really? During that, because yeah, they shut down the gym a while back. And so I just signed up for that program. So it kind of keeps me motivated. It's Sweet. not a yoga is so much harder than it looks, but it's definitely helping. I mean, I can do some oh, things. It's I never legit. Thought. I did it with Sarah a couple of days ago. Me and the kids did yoga. Yeah. We have our kids on a, and credit to my wife, we have them on a tight schedule. Nice. I mean, it's wake up, comb your hair, put your school clothes on, you know, and uh, I'm the principal. Nice. Of the school. I paddle. Okay. <laughs> I have, I have, a cooler, I have a cooler that I throw Beckett in. He likes it like a closet. I empty it out. He, yeah. He, 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 hey, <laughs> you got the paddle, the token paddle that sits above your right. desk. Right. Exactly. Did you? Uh, well, I'll throw it back. We, in my elementary school, we legitimately had a principal oh, yeah. had a paddle. Dude, I, I'll tell the story. I mean, here's a good. I mean, I tell a lot. We had a uh, two stories. Yeah. Uh, I remember. I mean, a couple. Lots of one time, we had a paddle, and I did something. I don't know what it was. But I walked into like the head teacher's office, and all she did was just she reached into her uh, desk and dropped the paddle on the freaking on the on the te- on the uh, on the desk. And I just screamed and cried. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, you can leave. She didn't say one word. She took the paddle out and put it on the desk. Yeah. Uh, and, and dude, but I tell you, I mean, it, 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 it wasn't like you could just like paddle. It's like the hell that you had to like go through like red tape and administrative and all kinds of sign offs and, you know, your, like nuclear, nuclear bomb codes, you know, clearance codes. Yeah. Your parents like, yeah. And I remember that I something. I remember this kid, his name was Scooter. It was in third or maybe fourth grade, and you know he'd gotten in trouble, and, and he, the word got out. Yeah, he's gonna get paddled today. It's gonna happen. And like, it like, you know, so I don't know. School ended at three, whatever the case was. At like two fifty, the principal and the principal walked in, and it's like Scooter, come here. And it was back in the day where it was like the the school I went to school was. It's just one. They it was a huge room. A humongous room, but they had this partitions everywhere. Uh-huh. wasn't It was it wasn't like you like, like when you went into a class, you, you didn't have your own. It was weird. Hmm. You said like partitions. It was like a huge like a convention floor, you know. Yeah. And they said partitions. And I don't know why. I'd like to go there now. I, I think they probably would have had to like put some drywall there at this day and age. But I mean, the place was. I remember the thing it was silent the place was just like, you could hear a pin drop and he got up and it was like, I mean, you see like the green mile, it was like dead man walking. <laughs> and he walked by and like walked down and out, you know, 
rounds. Like, oh shit! <laughs> I remember that. I, remember, I mean, to this day, it's like, dude, it's creepy. I mean, it was like just silent, and everyone's looking. He gets up. He gets like tears coming down his eye. He like walks his head down, and like you know, and they're like the principals like on either side of him, and there's like a the the dean is like behind, like the assistant principals behind him, the teachers in front of him, like circling him <laughs> in case he needs to run for it. Psychological warfare, <laughs> right no there. Shit. It really is. So for the rest of you, even if they didn't do anything and took him into a room, oh, well, they 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 did because I remember we asked him. Yeah. He came out and he's like, "Wasn't that bad?" The next day, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, on him, but probably on the rest of you, going, "Oh man, I can't go." Oh, somewhere. dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. All right, we're rude, man. This has yeah. been fun. I, I know I'm not that interesting of a person. No, that's um, – yeah, you lived in a great life. I think everyone of my friends I've met along the way has lived some interesting lives. And, yeah, coming from Plano to Laramie to Fort Collins, raising some kids, I mean, that's, that's a pretty yeah, amazing life. It's been a good time. I'm lucky yeah. to have known you. Uh, but, dude, man, keep banging. Hey, um, I just like two weeks ago I started doing business in Laramie at, at the all the car dealerships. Okay. And, but then this hit, but I was going to be there when it gets, comes back, I'll probably be there every other week oh, man. Uh, doing work at those places. Yeah. So we'll definitely get to hang out. And I remember, yeah. I'll tell you here, we, we can end on this note because a guy that I know was in the business like, Hey, I can introduce you to the people in Laramie. And I said, dude, do I want to go to Denver and try to, if I'm going to go an hour away, there's probably more business to be had in Denver Laramie, and I was like, you know what? Because I can't, I really can't do both. I can't, I can't be having a freaking. Anyway, I need to decide because I, I got Greeley locked down, I got Fort Collins locked down, I got Cheyenne locked down, Loveland locked down, and I was like, you know, screw it. I'm gonna get this in Laramie, and I'm gonna hang out with Rude once, once you know, nice. every other week. I get, I get. <laughs> so, all right, brother. Hey, man, I love right. you, man. You guys, you have fun. I appreciate it, Rude. I will take care, man. Thank you, dog. Later. Bye. -bye. See, my friends have lived some interesting lives. There are going to be more interviews to come, and I'm glad that Ty is one of my best friends. We've experienced a lot of life together, and we're going to experience a whole lot more. Now, here's a story that didn't make the interview. It was one Christmas. I do believe we were both underage. I want to say we were either 20 or 19. Our friends threw a party at their apartment across from the world-famous Buckhorn Bar here in Laramie, Wyoming. And for the longest time, for years, maybe even decades, Ty and I argued who drove home. We know he took his car. His parents lived close to my parents, so it wasn't that far of a drive once we got to that neighborhood. And, well, it hit me a few years back. I drove us home. Now, I'm not proud to say I drove drunk. Um, we probably weren't as hardcore about drunk driving back then uh, as we are nowadays, but I drove us home, and or I drove us to my house, and he drove from there. And so I'm not proud of it, but it was an interesting story because we argued forever about who drove home that night. I do remember one scene. We're laying there uh, at Lane. Yes, party's dead. Everybody's pretty much gone. We're trying to go home, and we're just propped up against the wall. Like we were sitting against the wall and just slowly slid down. And we kind of look at each other, and we got to go. And then I guess I just drove us home. Well, there you go, folks. Thank you for tuning in and listening to more podcasts.